This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? Bondsville, Massachusetts. This is The Big Fib. And now here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Yes, it is. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the rallying bull market of truth and the volatile risk of insider traded lies. Get back in there at once and sell, sell, sell. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for live in studio audience. Lisa, Lisa, what are you what are you doing jumping up and down like that? Oh, burpees! <laughs> now you're doing exercises now? I gotta, gotta get in my cardio. Oh, oh boy. Uh, okay, that's that's very admirable of you to try to keep fit. But now, during our show, maybe you could do that later? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You might be right. I, I think uh, two burpees are uh, more than enough anyway. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, burpees are really, really hard. Yes, they, they are definitely a great activity, though. I do think you have to do more than two. Two, if you want to see results. <laughs> you mean like three? <laughs> three burpees seems a, a bit excessive, don't you think, Deborah? No, no, no. I mean more like 20. Some people even do 100. 100 burpees? Yeah. Now you're just pulling my mechanical leg. And I need that leg for the two burpees I'm going to do every day or like every couple of days. Okay, well, maybe just start with two and see if you can do more over time. You know, build up your strength and your stamina. Or, and just hear me out here. Okay. I can really direct all of my energy to the podcast. I don't know if I'll be able to bring my A-game if I'm wearing myself out doing burpees. So uh, thanks for helping me put things in perspective, Deborah. Never exercising again. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, I guess you can direct all that energy here and now and tell everyone how our game works. Oh, right, right. Okay, uh, so listen, uh, I don't know how to break this to you guys. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other is a liar. Mm. 
And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. <laughs> At least we hope that, you know, we printed t-shirts that said it, so it better be true. <laughs> okay, uh, what are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about the stock market, a place where shares of companies are bought and sold. Lisa, do you know anything about the stock market? I love the stock market. Really? Of course. Who wouldn't love something that is completely devoted to sharing? Hmm. What a, a generous and selfless mission it is to try to get humans to invest in sharing. Because you know, sharing is caring. That That's true, but that's not quite what the stock market is all about, Lisa. But I'm sure we'll learn all sorts of fun facts about it today. So why don't you share with us who our contestant is today? Our human child contestant is an eight-year-old who loves beatboxing and can scale any doorway in the house. Kieran Langan. Hi, Kieran. How are you? Good. I'm so glad to hear it. Now, I understand you're a beatboxer. Is that correct? Yes. You are. Is there any kind of beatboxing you could share with us right here and now? Okay. Okay, go ahead. Wow, that was fantastic. Thank you, Kieran. That was awesome. I love that. And you also scale doorways in your house. Is that? Yes. Is there a reason you're doing that or is it just because they're there? It's because I can do it and I taught my sister how to do it. So now my sister can do it. Very cool. And do you- That's the problem with kids. One <laughs> of them figures out how to do something and they teach the other one. But isn't that a good thing? Now they both know how to do a really cool activity. Yeah, if there's a zombie apocalypse, it'll help. <laughs> Wait, I need to learn how to scale doors for zombie apocalypse? No, uh, but you might want to try. <laughs> all right, I've never tried something before, but I guess I could try trying. <laughs> Zombies can't scale doorways, is that true? Yeah, their arms and legs will fall off. Oh, great. Mm. Wow. Break. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, we also want to know some more fun facts about you, but we're going to do it playing our game Two Truths and a Lie. Are you ready, Kieran? Yes. Awesome. What are your three facts? I am allergic to dogs. I am afraid of heights. And we have a Venus flytrap. Let's see. Afraid of heights. He told me he likes to scale doors. Mm. Um, I'm going to say that unless they're really short doors, (laughs) that's probably a lie. But... The other thing I'm thinking is he said he's allergic to dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't think people even eat dogs, so that <laughs> one seems like a lie, too. Uh, I don't know. People eat all sorts of gross things, so what do I know? Um, I'm going to go with afraid of heights because unless his doors are really short, which is no problem. I don't judge door height. I think he's I think he's lying, and I think he's, he came on a, on a podcast to lie to us? Well, that's the point of this particular part of the show. Not he's- cool. <laughs> Okay, Kieran, which of those three facts is a lie? I am not allergic to dogs. I'm (gasps) allergic to cats. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you are afraid of heights? Yes. So when you get to the top of the doorframe, are you completely freaked out? No. I mean, it has to be a long way. Like the stairs from upstairs, downstairs, if I look down, it's a little scary, but it's okay. 
I see. All right. Well, you fooled us. But I was right that he doesn't eat dogs (laughs) or cats. So it is time to meet our experts. Lisa, can we get some music for our stock market experts? Oh, you're rich and wealthy and you have a lot of money and you understand complicated things. But that doesn't mean it's okay for you to try to lie to a kid. Come on in. Oh, I like that. Very good. Okay, very inspired. Our first expert is Jill Stoller. Jill, please introduce yourself to Karen. Hi, Karen. My name is Jill Stoller, and I'm an investment club advisor. Excellent. Thank you very much, Jill. Let's meet our second expert, Ben Jones. Ben, please introduce yourself to Karen. Hi, Karen. My name is Ben Jones, and I'm a wealth manager. I help people invest their money. Cool. Hey. It's like I can hear the opening bell for the next segment, right, Lisa? What? No. Do you hear bells? You gotta get that checked out. Yeah, no, you're thinking about hot seat time. <laughs> that is correct. That is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Karen's questions. Lisa. Whom should we put on the hot seat first? Well, this one's kind of obvious. Is it? Jill Stoller, because her name is Jill, and she's famous because she's from that rhyme, Jack and Jill went up the hill, and I have so many questions for her. I'm like, why were you going up the hill? Was it just to fetch the pail of water? And then what caused you to fall down and break your crown? I'm not sure that's the same, Jill, but perhaps she knows a thing or two about it. I think we're just going to ask her questions about the stock market. She can still go first. Okay, Kieran, take it away. Your first question for Jill. How did you explain the stock market to someone? Hmm, that's an excellent question. Oof. Okay. Um... I was just talking to my kids about this. So if you think about the stock market like an apple orchard, each tree has a bunch of apples on it, right? So you take from each of the tree, then you have a bunch of apples and you can go make an apple pie. But some trees might not have a lot of apples, so don't touch that tree. And then you're investing in each tree. And what's really interesting that I just learned recently is that an apple a day keeps the doctor away came because of the stock market. Why? Because it keeps you healthy? Healthy equaling wealth. Yes. Very interesting. Um, This is one for both of you. Okay. What's a typical day at your job? She just told you she gets up, she picks apples, she <laughs> eats apples, she makes apple pies. I think that was just a comparison. Uh-oh. But who would like to start with what you do every day? I don't know. I guess I could start. Okay. Well, I think picking apples is a great uh, analogy because I pick apples like Apple stock. I pick Facebook stock and other things as I go through the day. And being a wealth manager... I actually help people grow their wealth by making investments. And those investments usually are stock. And it's so much fun for me to actually learn about all these different companies out there and what they do from making candy to making video games and all kinds of different stuff. So I help people pick the right stocks so they can grow their wealth. Okay. And Jill, what do you do at your job? 
Well, I'm an advisor or stockbroker for several several clubs. So every morning I wake up and I read all the financial reports I can get my hands on. And then I look in uh, Japan, see how the yen is doing. And then I look at London to see how the pound is doing. And then I uh, wait for the New York Stock Exchange and the um, Amex and um, NASDAQ to open to see how we're going to do the day. Then I see what stocks are going low and I get a feel for it and what the word on the street is to see if they'll go high. Then I write out my investment morning email to the clubs I'm advising and let them know what they can buy or sell or um, stay as they are. Ben, could a stock market crash happen again? I think that's a great question. You know, I get very scared when I start looking at the 1929 stock market. Are you aware of what happened back then? Yeah, the stock market was driving around at night. It was all icy and then it crashed. <laughs> Something, right? I love that, I'm not that, sure Lisa. about that. <laughs> well, it's, it's a very interesting story, but it did crash. And a lot of it has to do with just what we call free money. People went out and bought lots and lots of stocks and the price went up. And then when they figured out, oh, my goodness, those those companies aren't really that good. It crashed down and people lost lots of money. So in answer to your question, can a, a stock crash happen? Yeah. If you look at the history, you know, Black Monday was in 1987. Then you had the dot-com bubble, which I believe was in 2001. So we have crashes all the time and it can happen again. And COVID actually made the market drop 30%. Do you call that a crash, Kieran? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. It could, it could possibly be called one. Jill? Yes? What happens when someone buys a stock? So they generally go to an investment banker or um, they can do it online um, and they decide which stock they want to buy. So, for example, if you had a ton of money, you would probably want to invest in Apple and you don't want to buy just one stock. You might want to go to a bunch of different stocks like that Apple tree that I was talking about. So you go to get a couple apples from one tree, another few from another tree so that you've kept it open because you don't want a wormy apple, right? Nope, I don't. So what you do is you've you've uh, got all you've got your money, you've put it into stock and then um, you wait for it to um, divisurate, which is a term that um, we use to make sure that money is going up, not down. Can you explain what happened to GameStop? And this one is for Ben. Well, let me ask you the first question, Karen. Do you have any idea what the company GameStop does? It makes games. No, they stop games. <laughs> they stop games. <laughs> Anyone's playing a game, they run in and they say, hey, knock it off. Game over. So GameStop actually sells games. So what happened, Kieran, was GameStop um, is a company that's getting old because now games are downloaded directly to your computer. So some people went out there and said, hey, let's buy lots of GameStop. And that's a stock. And there was somebody out there that really, really, really wanted it to go down. They bet it was going down and all these other people bet it was going up. And do you know what happened? The stock went from $40 all the way up to what? Four hundred dollars. Whoa. No way. That's the most money. People got rich. There was a guy, Kieran, do you know there was a guy that made like 15 million dollars in like three days? Whoa. 
Come on. Are you saying that you can make money by betting that a company is not going to do well? A hundred percent you can. Whoa. It's very dangerous. Oh, no. Because the stock shot up and these companies went, like, lost billions of dollars. Can you imagine billions of dollars? What? The government actually stopped trading on it. They said, no more no more trading, no more buying or selling. Can you believe that? Because they think it was supposed to go to thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff. I get excited about it. I love games, and I like making lots of money. So there you go. My dad told me about back then when you wanted to buy an app, you went to the store and got a CD and then put it in your computer. Wow. Your dad must be as old as me. Uh. And it took like hours to get it in. Yeah. It's like such a ripoff. You have to buy something and then you have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Who has the time well, that's why for that? I got so. That's why I got so old is he had to wait all the time. That's that's just what happens. <laughs> Those were the dark days, Kieran. They were dark, mm-hmm. dark days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Jill, what advice would you give me if I wanted to do your job? You know, we get stuck behind um, desks when you are an investment person. And um, the thing that I've learned over the years, and it's taken me a while, is you got to get outside. Read your paper, read your financial stuff, but get involved in the community and see what people actually need as opposed to what you think people need. Uh, Kleenex is a really good example because people didn't realize that they would need to blow their nose as much. Oh, yeah. Noses were not invented until the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But these stock investors were like, why would we ever buy in this company, Kleenex? And then housewives started using Kleenex all the time. And if people had gotten out of their out from behind the desk, they'd know what people were actually using and they would learn what to start investing in. So get out there, talk to people, uh, be involved in the world as opposed to sitting behind a desk. That would, I guess, is my my best advice. Go up to people and say, what's wrong with your nose? <laughs> and then figure out how to fix it. I was just glad I was bored after 1950, so I had a nose. Yeah, exactly. I, that's right. I don't have one. They seem cool <laughs> and gross. They can be a little gross. That's true. <sighs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. 
That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, you'll have to think fast during this timed exchange. Kieran, we are going to start with Ben. You can ask Ben your Shorts on Fire questions. Now, come on. What was the very first stock market? I believe it was Belgium in 1490. What is the January effect in the stock market? That's when stocks have historically gone up in January due to taxes. How many stocks get sold in a day? Wow, I don't know. Billions? Which stock is less risky to buy? Blue chip stocks or value stocks? I'm going to have to say it depends. Potato chip stocks. Delicious. (laughs) What do you call stocks that are traded at $5 per share or less? It's crazy, but penny stocks. What is safer to buy, stocks or bonds? They say bonds. What sound signals the opening and closing of the New York Stock Exchange? Ding, 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 ding. Awooga! <laughs> and that is time. That's all Very the time. good. Now we're going to reset the timer, please, Lisa. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, got it. Thanks so much. And now we are going to ask questions to Jill. So, Kieran, you can ask your shorts on fire questions for Jill now. When the stock market is a bear market, is the market going up or down? That's easy to remember because you're bearing down, like when you have a baby. Oh, yeah, that is easy to remember. Isn't that? That's, uh, it just rolls off the tongue. Which female investors known as the great lady of dividends? Sydney Macaroni. According to the skyscraper curse, what happens when a country builds the world's tallest building? Everyone looks small, like ants. <laughs> um, they stop being able to build taller buildings after that. How it affects the stock market, I, I don't, I don't really know. What do you call the person that buys or sells stocks for you for a fee? Oh, a broker. Name two of the best technology companies in the acronym thing. So we'll say Facebook. Oh, another one is uh, GameStop. What is the smallest stock exchange in the world? I know this because I went there on my honeymoon and then I named all of my dogs afterwards. Seychelles. It's the stock exchange and it's uh, so tiny. They only have four stocks. Should I buy low and sell high or should I sell low and buy high? Oh, always buy low and then sell high and have all the money in the world. (laughs) And that is time. That was quite the rally, wasn't it? It's decision time. Kieran must do some backtesting and leverage all the facts he's heard today. Kieran, who is our big fibber? Jill. (gasps) Why do you think Jill is our big fibber? Because she stumbled a lot. She stumbled a lot. Interesting. (laughs) She could just be clumsy. (laughs) No, I mean, like, yeah. Because she was thinking about her answers? Yes. A lot, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want any 
thinking going on. Okay. All right. Too thoughtful is what Kieran says. All right. Let's see. Will the actual stock market expert please tell us who you are? My name is Ben Jones. Oh, my gosh. You are correct. You did it. That is right. Ben Jones is a financial expert who has taught thousands of students finance. He is passionate about helping kids and parents get a better handle on money through a podcast called Money with Mac and G, where he discusses financial issues with his twin 12-year-old kids, McKenna and Grant. Welcome to the show, and thank you, Ben. Okay, time for some fact-checking. Ben, how did Jill sell us short? <laughs> Jill was incredibly fun to listen to, wasn't she, Kieran? <laughs> yes. I think I enjoyed listening to her. <laughs> I love talking about the fang. Do you know what the fang is? Facebook, Amazon, um, what's the other one? Apple, Netflix, and Google. <laughs> did you hear what she said, Kieran? The G? Yes. What'd she say? She said GameStop. Games. She, come on. She come is on. such a liar. She is such a liar. <laughs> I just love how she gets in there and she says, you know, the best way to do investing, do you think it's really to run around and ask people to um, check their Kleenex <laughs> and see if they have any boogers? <laughs> Maybe not so much. I don't think so either. And then her, her fun word, do you remember her fun word? She had a hard time saying ventrinate. Did you hear that, Kieran? No. <laughs> I did. Is that a real word? I don't know. I've never used that in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> we're going to find out. Okay, we're going to ask Jill. Jill, what facts did you share that should make you a laughing stock? Well, who the heck is Sydney Macaroni? I don't know. I I've was... never heard of that person. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no Sydney Macaroni as far as we know relating to the stock market. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um... The skyscraper curse is when um, the Empire State Building was built, and that at the time was the tallest building anywhere. And right after that happened, we just learned about the stock crashing in 29, right? So after that one, the next one was um, buildings in Chicago in 74, another crash. So that curse has to do with big buildings going up and the stock market supposedly crashing after they go up. Is that right? Right. Okay. Right. Um, there were so many lies that I don't even know where to stop. Okay, so the female investor oh, yes. known as the great lady of dividends is Geraldine Weiss. And she actually began her own newsletter called Investment Quality Trends in 1966. Wow. Uh, she was just a pioneer for women uh, in investing. So a good person to know. Well, that was great. A great job, Kieran. Really well done. Woohoo! Go, Kieran. It is time to ring the closing bell. Thanks to our <laughs> contestant, Kieran, for investing in the truth. Thank you to our expert and liar, Ben and Jill, and to Lisa for joining us in mutual fun. And of course, <laughs> many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we take no stock in lies and where our word is our bond. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa. I don't mind. And you can find <laughs> out how you, yes, you, no, 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 her, can participate. <laughs> and follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Now, every Everyone go out and find apples and you'll be rich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? 
It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.